chapter three thirty five of gargantua and pantagruel book three by francois rabelais this librivox recording is in the public domain how the philosopher true ye ogan handleth the difficulty of marriage as this discourse was ended pantagruel said to the philosopher true ye ogan our loyal honest true and trusty friend the lamp from hand to hand is come to you it falleth to your turn to give an answer should panurge pray you marry yea or no he should do both quoth troyogan what say you asked panurge that which you have heard answered troyogan what have i heard replied panurge that which i have said replied to ye yogan ha 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 are we come to that pass quoth panurge let it go nevertheless i do not value it at a rush seeing we can make no better of the game but howsoever tell me should i marry or no neither the one nor the other answered to ye yogan the devil take me quoth panurge if these odd answers do not make me dote and may he snatch me presently away if i do understand you stay a while until i fasten these spectacles of mine on this left ear that i may hear you better with this pantagruel perceived at the door of the great hall which was that day their dining-room gargantua's little dog whose name was kine for so was toby's dog called as is recorded then did he say to these who were there present our king is not far off let us all rise that word was scarcely sooner uttered than that gargantua with his royal presence graced that banqueting and stately hall each of the guests arose to do their king that reverence and duty which became them after that gargantua had most affably saluted all the gentlemen there present he said good friends i beg this favour of you and therein you will very much oblige me that you leave not the places where you sat nor quit the discourse you were upon let a chair be brought hither unto this end of the table and reach me a cupful of the strongest and best wine you have that i may drink to all the company you are in faith all welcome gentlemen now let me know what talk you were about to this pantagruel answered that at the beginning of the second service panurge had proposed a problematic theme to wit whether he should marry or not marry that father hippothede and dr rondebilis had already dispatched their resolutions thereupon and that just as his majesty was coming in the faithful truyi yogan in the delivery of his opinion hath thus far proceeded that when panurge asked whether he ought to marry yea or no at first he made this answer both together when this same question was again propounded his second answer was neither the one nor the other panurge exclaimeth that those answers are full of repugnancies and contradictions protesting that he understands them not nor what it is that can be meant by them if i be not mistaken quoth gargantua i understand it very well 
the answer is not unlike to that which was once made by a philosopher in ancient times who being interrogated if he had a woman whom they named him to his wife i have her quoth he but she hath not me possessing her by her i am not possessed such another answer quoth pantagruel was once made by a certain bouncing wench of sparta who being asked if at any time she had had to do with a man no quoth she but sometimes men have had to do with me well then quoth rondabilis let it be a neuter in physic as when we say a body is neuter when it is neither sick nor healthful and a mean in philosophy that by an abnegation of both extremes and this by the participation of the one and of the other even as when lukewarm water is said to be both hot and cold or rather as when time makes the partition and equally divides betwixt the two a while in the one another while is long in the other opposite extremity the holy apostle quoth hippothedee seemeth as i conceive to have more clearly explained this point when he said those that are married let them be as if they were not married and those that have wives let them be as if they had no wives at all i thus interpret quoth pantagruel the having and not having of a wife to have a wife is to have the use of her in such a way as nature hath ordained which is for the aid society and solace of man and propagating of his race to have no wife is not to be uxorious play the coward and be lazy about her and not for her sake to disdain the lustre of that affection which man owes to god or yet for her to leave those offices and duties which he owes unto his country unto his friends and kindred or for her to abandon and forsake his precious studies and other businesses of account to wait still on her will her beck and her buttocks if we be pleased in this sense to take having and not having of a wife we shall indeed find no repugnancy nor contradiction in the terms at all End of chapter three thirty five